friends, welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities are my friends and fellow trans-dimensional beings, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. This week's transmission features a movie that I had never seen before, but came highly recommended from Beaches. 1987's The Gate, a supernatural horror film that follows two young boys who accidentally release a horde of demons from their backyard through a hole in the ground. Um, something interesting about this film is that it is an international co-production between Canada and the United States, had a budget of $6 million and grossed over $13.5 million. This conversation will have spoilers. So if you have not seen The Gate, then I recommend that you watch it for yourself and form your own opinion. Also, if you happen to enjoy our conversations and would like to support our efforts, or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at OurMidnightCake.com. Thank you. So. The Gate. That was a good talk. <laughs> <laughs> the Gate. Excellent beginning to the discussion. And as turns was out, it there good, is no gate. Or were the, were the people behind this movie, have they been bad? <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I don't think I'd ever seen it all the way through. Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite movies. This is the first time I'd ever seen it. And I'm, I'm still not exactly sure what it was. I was <laughs> exactly. It. It's one of those movies. It has, <laughs> it has, it has a lot. There's a lot going on with this thing. There is a, there's like four different horror movies in this movie. <laughs> well, this is what happens when the teenagers listen to the rock and roll and encounter the devil. Well, it was a little about it. You get it all, right? You get almost like it opens with like a dream sequence, of course, but then you almost get like the blob kind of thing where it's like they find like the rock in a hole and you're like, oh, something fell from space. But then you have like, oh, but that unlocks the weird demon incantations and they do like the levitation. You're like, so it's like demon stuff. But then later, like a zombie pops out of the wall. It's like, it's all part it's of like the three ritual clearly laid together. out <laughs> inside of his record album. Yes. Thing. <laughs> Which his dad brought back from somewhere out of the country. So like, where's his dad shopping? Which even has a, a pretty good illustration of the final boss. Um, it does. <laughs> the final <laughs> boss. That's good. It has all of the, the sigils and, <laughs> and spells and things included. You know, for convenience. <laughs> Luckily, too, the uh, the way to save it all is to reverse the record backwards and listen to it. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, someone who understands this movie better than I, will, will you explain the plot <laughs> to me? <laughs> okay, Beaches, go for it. You can do it. I believe in you. Oh, oh dear. Your favorite. Um, so, uh, it has a dream about his... Uh, his tree in his backyard with his tree house getting knocked over. And it turns out it was real, I guess, but also a dream dream sequence, but tree really falls down. And it turns out there's some geodes they find in the ground underneath the tree. And just uh, through these geodes and happenstance that the neighbor kid has some albums with some, uh, some dark 
lyrics that turn out to be genuine. And the neighbor kid <laughs> and, is a death metal nerd. Yes. 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 <laughs> they happen to uh, come up with a sacrifice. Uh, they create a ritual that opens up a portal to, I guess, uh, they never say hell, but what the dark dimension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they literally pull out a Bible to combat it. So I guess we're talking True. about hell. <laughs> yeah. It's like he talks about like, like neon purple lights. <laughs> this this heavy metal album. It's like this movie goes on for like an hour and just like things happen. And then suddenly they hit you with like just a flood of plot in like the last 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah. But he's like in that heavy metal album. It's like, well, the stars align a certain way and there's this like cosmic event. And I think you're supposed to align that with like the hole or something. And then like we inadvertently completed this ritual because you accidentally cut your hand and someone at your sister's party wanted to do a magic seance thing to levitate you. And we inadvertently opened a gate. Yeah, into hell through these oh, things yeah, and, he and now we have to close dog. it so it's like all that stuff happens with, and it's just happening and then suddenly there's like five minutes they're looking at this album and they're like oh we accidentally did all this stuff and did not and you're like oh okay well that's why this movie's been petering along like this. <laughs> I normally it. normally your slumber party levitations don't work that well <laughs> And talk but about when like you, a nice when you've accidentally summoned a demon the night before. Nice 80s satanic panic style kind of film. I don't know. Levitation was also used in making their hair taller. Yes. <laughs> that one chick with her hair <laughs> shooting off the front of her head was amazing. <laughs> Who was the audience for this movie? I, I definitely it's it's definitely children. one of those like like it's a scary movie for kids kind of a situation okay yes i think it's like an early intro a kid to horror kind it of was made back movie. in that magical time when when these movies could actually kind of veer into real scary territory or the internet instead of just being completely dumbed down because it, it is pretty benign other than you know evil magic the first part but then suddenly like heads are melting and stuff like it gets really like gory <laughs> being and <weird>. about <laughs> yeah I don't, he you like totally sh- just jumps up a level yeah. then his dad's face melts <laughs> oh okay <laughs> you cannot trust an adult in this movie because no either turns out to be a melty True. face demon or um someone's dead dog someone's dead dog or Who's- a zombie that you're a zombie is trying that's to kill you a made-up zombie that appeared from the walls that's actually a combination of these little creepy dudes yeah but ultimately it's a movie about the bond of family you know mm-hmm. terry or uh, i mean glenn and al you know there you go al, don't she call apparently, her al. her name's alexander okay. alexandra <laughs> she'll get mad at you i'm in high school now call me alexandra oh there was a good <laughs> like, line i can't remember it now it was towards the end of the movie something with with her I'm going to have to look it up. Oh, is it is it the very last line of the movie? <laughs> You're my know. best buddies. No, it wasn't yes. that, which was totally us. unexpected. <laughs> Seen again in yet another movie, like suddenly everything's great. And they're like on the front steps laughing. <laughs> well, the house has been demolished. We've been yes. destroyed. You think they'll notice? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break, you guys. I love yeah. that even, even the dog finds Terry's shoe that got lost in the hole. And the dog's alive at the end. Yeah. 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 Some crazy hell. 
<laughs> who, who didn't think the dog died of natural causes? They really seem to be building up to that. <laughs> I mean, when the when the ch- the child danced with his his mother I mean, and was he literally comes his back dog to, around. he comes back <laughs> to life so that he can what die next week. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It said it said he was Don't worry, kids. They were hiding in the closet. Dogs don't live much past ninety-seven. <laughs> He's taken. And then pills like a subtitle something. flashes up at the end of the movie. Angus died the next week. <laughs> On his one hundred and seventy-eighth birthday. Oh my gosh. But yeah, but that's kind of it. You know, you have you have Glenn and Al, their parents are going out of town. Al's in charge of the house. And then through all those circumstances we talked about, they open a gateway to hell with at a party. <laughs> so which one of us which one of us hasn't cracked open a geo to find a purple light wired up inside already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that then etches isn't, magic isn't incantations onto his magnetic <laughs> drawing pad. His, his little magnet doodle thing. I mean, I was just trying to get the thing to work when I used those things. I didn't have to worry about satanic symbols. I was prepared to argue that one because, I mean, it seems silly, but you you have demons doing stuff like that all the time. He just worked with what he had at hand. (laughs) (laughs) Would have been better, though, if he had a light bright to the side. (laughs) It stuck all those little, out on the light right little Just light right creatures like putting the little battleship in there eggs. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i sunk your battleship and i'm from hell <laughs> the practical effects i thought were interesting and i was gonna say people watch this movie i was about to go into this for the splattery stuff at the end i, I mean in the effects well yeah like that just uh, kind of like, like you were saying earlier just kind of kicked it up a notch out of nowhere Mm-hmm. You're going around, and you have these these weird little creatures running around and climbing out of the hole. And they're uh, what's his name, Terry? He falls down into the hole because oh, he's yeah. a moron. Yes, <laughs> like, literally. Stay away from the edge. Oh no! Don't worry about Dude, it. Dude, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then he down into the hole, <laughs> and then all these little creatures come out, and and like we're we're talking about earlier, the combination of. You know, people in suits and and claymation, force perspective, um, things like that. Yeah, but I think it leaned on force perspective a lot. I didn't did, really, yeah. I but think I noticed that more well. this time. And it did work well. It did. You're kind of, you're surprised at how good they look until you realize what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. for, the, for the era, you kind of expect it to all be maybe claymation or something. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I appreciate practical effects. In I like it. I mean, that's how they did the Hobbits instance. at times, right? Didn't they do yeah. some forced perspective? You know, mm-hmm. still works. Yeah. And that is why I mean, that's you, how get, they did the old you get someone too, with a horror background to make your high fantasy uh, film. That's right. Peter yeah. Jackson. If we really want to go B-movie sometime, we should watch uh, Bad Taste or Dead Alive by Peter Jackson. That is some... <laughs> you almost deserve a medal if you can sit through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah i think the claymation is more like when they're all huddled together like in a frenzy of some sort or where you had like the more animated like there are times they were blinking and stuff i think that i was trying to catch when it was happening when the when the when the finger turns into a, a yeah. slurm yeah a slurm <laughs> slurm totally that's exactly what it is it's a slurm slurm <laughs> Probably Futurama fans out there. 
Um, and and wait, also wait 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 I was thinking demon thing. Weren't, weren't the slurms the thing in Eureka's Castle? Okay, oh, nobody else wants Eureka's Castle. Man, I haven't <laughs> I thought did. about I Eureka's theme song Castle stuck in my head now. I don't know. I and the dragon, ever. he had those little claymation worms. Were they not called slurms? Possibly. I'm still trying to look up that dumb quote. I think it was Happy Birthday Al or something like that. Something Happy Birthday something to his sister. Oh, when he shot the rocket. Yeah. Off. Yeah, that's what he was. He <laughs> shot the giant rocket at the demon. He was like, "Happy birthday, Al." <laughs> Something yeah. like that. And and then the the rocket gets absorbed into the demon, and yeah. then it explodes inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You're totally um, right, Peaches. It was slurms. <laughs> yes. Really? Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> I just wow. had to just remember the nerdy back character a whole lot. Magellan. Magellan. Ah, I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know about Eureka's Castle? I have no, Dude, no, I don't. It was like puppets oh. and all this stuff. It was an old Nickelodeon. Mm. Oh, it was man, fantastic. It was so good. God, that theme song's gonna be stuck in my head for weeks. Eureka's <laughs> Castle. Eureka's <laughs> <laughs> Castle. And Batley oh. would always fly into the castle. And there were monsters that were obsessed with peanut butter sandwiches. Yes. I was obsessed with peanut butter sandwiches. And so I was like, this is the best thing ever. It was early Nickelodeon, like right around the time Nick Jr. started, I believe. And there were no holes to hell anywhere to be found. (laughs) There were not. At least not until until Mark Summers had that show. What was it? The where he had his head poking through the the weird baby suit. Oh, oh, right. Wienerville. Wienerville. Oh, no. Wienerville. Yes. There's yeah, got to be a whole thing. It was, it was, the dude's name was literally Mark Wiener. Mark Wiener, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, was say, that, that show was like a <laughs> doorway Someone's having to watch that right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Did anyone else collect all the Eureka's Castle puppets from Pizza Hut? Oh. I did the line before time. I I will say a favorite moment of mine on this watching of this movie. I think I've seen it like twice. I've seen it 15 times. times. (laughs) Uh, Is when when Glenn is in the closet and he like unzips the thing and the monster Terry is there and bites his hand. And the way they get him off, the way they get him off is Al sees a Barbie doll. And uses the feet of the Barbie doll to stab him. This Barbie's feet were pointy. (laughs) Amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to think, is there another instance in the movie of someone using a Barbie doll as a lethal weapon? You're, you're witnessing film nothing history comes right this, now. Uh, this movie also has done nothing to help my aversion to uh, under the bed situations. <laughs> oh yeah, those six hands yeah. like come out yeah. after her legs. That's like when it really steps up all of a sudden. Like suddenly, giant monster arms are dragging if her. If they to had hell gotten her, I'd have lost it. Okay, as a kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have never gone around the bed again. <laughs> I feel like there there was some attempt to uh, to cover a theme here. Like you had the kid's mother had died, and you know him having to confront 
death in that way. The other kid, you know, was scared of things like he had been told about the workmen. And so they brought the workmen out and it was like them sort of having to face things they had been afraid of. Maybe if we had thrown in something about like Al, you know, being afraid of, you know, something under her bed because I don't really know where that came from. (laughs) Things that scare kids. Certainly, certainly was not a fan. That is a typical scary thing. Only kids, though, not us no. adults. Definitely no, no, not. Definitely not, Never. not us adults. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. Thank you, and good night. <laughs> <laughs>